I say this all the time, good things happen to those who are hopeful and ready for change and innovation. Welcome once again to Tech World with Shola Kenny on Crisis 7.7 FM. It's another time to get enlightened and inspired in the ICT world. Thank you world, innovation for a safer place. Thank you for joining uh, this beautiful Saturday evening. Uh, we want to talk on another series. We are going to be starting another series this weekend, and that is on due to much requests and uh, a lot of um, chastisement, people asking questions related to that um, field. That's why I decided that I want to take another series on the solar inverter uh, solution that we have out there. I'm going to be starting with the what an inverter is we are also going to be talking about the types of inverters that we have uh, the major function of inverters and then we'll also look at uh, we have to do a comparison regards uh, foreign inverters and local inverters and part of what i'm going to be sharing regards the series is i'm also going to be talking about the different capacities of inverters that we have based on the foreign and then also based on the locally um, manufactured inverters uh, i want to say this clearly that uh, whatever i say regards to the local inverters is not a way to uh, bring down uh, local manufacturers or researchers it's just a way to ensure that we look at how best we can get the best from uh, inverters and every alternate power solution that we have out there so i'm going to start right away by talking about um, an inverter the basic layman understanding of what an inverter means is is just an appliance that we use to convert our direct current to alternate current direct current to alternate current you can get your direct current from uh, a battery from a joyful 12 volt battery and then when you talk about the alternate current it comes from the national grid so in this series anytime i mention the grid it means that the bedc the energy the power that we get from bedc some people know, uh, still uh, call bedc nepa so for basic understanding the inverter converts the energy from your battery to an ac that you can use in your house to power your electrical appliances your uh, to your tv your lighting uh, bulbs your uh, decoders uh, fans your air conditioning system and all that so that's what an inverter does basically it inverts your current from the direct current from the uh, battery to alternate current that you can use and then if we are also going to look at the inverter at length we like i said the other time we have different types of inverter but uh in terms of the inverter there are two major types of inverter that we have we have the pure sine wave inverter and then we also have the modified sine wave inverter the pure sine wave inverter is a high quality um, inverter that you can use to power your home while the modified sine wave is a simpler form of power which is just adequate for your simple electronics to power your simple electronics but when you come to come coming to some uh, complex ones uh the, the your pure sine wave inverter might damage those um, um appliances but just in lemma's understanding i like to always explain things in lemma's understanding when we're talking about uh 
a modified sine wave inverter how do you know that my inverter for some of us i already have inverters um, installed in our homes or in our offices the simple way you can know if your inverter is a modified sine wave inverter is when you put on your fan any appliance that has coil inside it there is a humming sound that you get from the, the appliance itself gives you a humming sound if you put on your fan and you are using a modified sine wave inverter to power that your fan like let's say a ceiling fan or your aux fan you get you hear this kind of humming sound that means that you are using a modified sine wave inverter but for a pure sine wave inverter it gives you the 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 the, the, the form of the power is uh, is pure in terms of the quality and then it doesn't if you power your uh, coil materials with any of those i mean electronics with uh, the pure sine wave inverter you don't hear such such hum, humming sound from the um, electronic appliance you are putting on but let me say this clearly when you're talking about the pure sine wave inverter and the modified sine wave inverter it does not mean that the the modified sine wave inverter is not good please get this clearly it does not mean that the modified sine wave inverter is not good i personally i i deploy modified sine wave inverter in quite a good number of locations and then we, we, i also deploy uh, um, pure sine wave inverters in a good number of locations but most of the time is always based on customer needs that's when an inverter is installed so don't think that if you try it now and you discover that you're you, you are getting your humming sound from from your electronic appliance and then you know that your inverter is a modified sine wave inverter it does not mean that you call your installer and say you have sold me a bad inverter or you have sold me a less quality inverter no it is based on what you need part time or whatever appliances that you have in your home or in your offices that is when um installers choose to uh deploy uh, a modified or a pure sine wave inverter for a modified a modified pure, pure i mean for a modified sine wave inverter it is it is much cheaper and more affordable compared to a pure sine wave inverter if you see a, a 1 kva pure sine wave inverter uh is usually sold between the range of 45 to 55000 why a modified sine wave of that same kind of capacity you get it at the range of 30 to uh 38,000 yeah in terms of in market value or market pricing so like i said the other time it does not mean that uh your modified sine wave uh, inverter is not good and i'll explain based on my experience with um the use of both types of inverter uh for a modified sine wave inverter it is uh it is manufactured using what we call integrated circuits these are uh, chips we call them integrated circuits so is when you have all these big resistors capacitors they have all been miniaturized into a chip and which we call them um, an ic uh that is the ic uh, is what majorly powers the um, that drives the inverter and then uh, gives out the power that you, you need and it also does all the conversion in terms of the dc to ac current but when you talk about a pure sine wave inverter we call we also call it a transformer inverter why a modified sine wave inverter is also called a transformerless inverter so a transformer based inverter which is uh, a pure sine wave inverter it is manufactured using transformer so it has a transformer inside the inverter that uh, does uh, the uh, inverting of the energy 
and 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 also in terms of the power wave and all that but i don't want to always go complex when i'm explaining all these things but for a layman and to our listeners out there when you talk about a modifier it is a transformer less inverter it does not have transformer inside the inverter why a pure sine wave inverter has a transformer that drives the inverter if you also want to know the difference easily if you check your house i mean i mean in your installation at home on your office if you lift your uh, a transformerless inverter you can use a single one of your hand to carry it without any stress but if you want to do that with a pure sine wave inverter it's usually pretty difficult because of the transformer that drives it the transformer that is installed inside it let me explain it more in terms of my experience when we talk about the uh the transformerless inverter which is modified it consumes less energy on your battery compared to a transformer um, inverter let me say this again when we talk about a modified sine wave inverter which is built using ic it consumes less of your battery energy in terms of the power factor while a transformer based inverter consumes more from your battery but like i said the other time they both have different functions and why they are deployed on different location at different locations so that's why i'm saying if you just have basic appliances in your house your tv your small fan not the the big ox fan and all that a modified sine wave inverter will work perfectly well for you perfectly well for you so you might not need to go for the the, the pure sine wave inverter which is driven by um uh by transformer and uh, part of uh things i also need to watch out for when you talk about uh a pure sine wave inverter the pure sine wave inverter is more rugged because of the transformer that drives it while the modified sine wave inverter uh because of the ic is quite sensitive to power fluctuation so most of the time if you have if you if you connect your 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 modified sine wave inverter to uh the grid and then there's a spike or um, a surge from uh, the source into that inverter it can damage it almost immediately but when you're talking about a pure sandwich inverter that has uh, a transformer driving it is usually that usually doesn't occur it doesn't mean that if the surge is also high it could damage it but the rate of damage is always lower compared to modified so uh, but the truth of it is that based on my experience over five years is that if you deploy a modified sine wave inverter and you are so conscious of the surge you have um, uh, a surge protector that is connected to uh, the source of the grid before it goes into the inverter i can tell you that the modified sine wave inverter can work for five ten years without any issue same with your pure sine wave inverter and let me quickly say this also uh to our listeners out there if you are trying to install um inverter or trying to deploy solar in your house or in the office you need to consider deploying thunder arrestor systems very very important thunder arrestor system because lately uh a lot of people a lot of um, users of inverters they usually have thunder strike issues and once they the thunder strike and it comes in through uh, the grid that's the socket that is connected to uh, the grid it damages the inverter almost immediately just like the way uh, say lightning uh, surge damaged your tv and other appliances that is the way it also damages um, your it can damage inverter so it's very important that if you're trying to consider that try and install 
a thunder resource system in your home or in your office and let me also say this there's a difference between thunder resource system and earthing Ethin is most of the time when we ask customers that have you done uh, turn arrest have you installed turn arrest on your home they say yes but when you go and find out discover that they only do ethane that's when uh, they only connect from the ground using rod that goes in the ground and connects to the their distribution board in the in the house uh, that is not what i mean by the thunder arrestor the thunder arrestor is you need to install a thunder catcher at the top of your building a thunder catcher at the top of your building is uh, is an appliance that has a, like a three diagonal uh, shape at the top of it. That is what I mean by installing a thunder arrestor in your home or at the top of your uh, b- uh, your your building, uh, whether it's at, in your office. That's very important because once there is a lightning surge, it grabs it and takes it through to the ground. That's very important. That helps to protect your appliances at home and also your solar integrated system that's very important very very important i want to quickly go on a break i will be right back don't touch that once i come back i will be talking about the difference between the foreign inverters and also the local inverters don't touch that dial i will be right back Okay, welcome once again. It's still Techie Wall with Shola Kenny on Crest 87.7 FM. It's a time that we're trying to get ourselves enlightened in the digital space. And I'm presently talking about, uh, I just started a series on the solar and inverter systems. And I've been talking about the different, what an inverter is, the different types of inverters that we have. And I want to quickly touch on uh the uh comparison in terms of foreign inverters and local inverters when i talk about foreign inverters these are inverters that uh they are they are manufactured from india uh china japan korea and all these other countries uh out there and then if i'm talking about the local inverters these are inverters that are manufactured locally in Nigeria it could be any 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 state in the country and so when you talk about uh, local inverters the two major issues I've discovered with local inverters that I feel that uh, local manufacturers really need to work on in terms of their R&D their research and development the two major things is that one uh, is either it drains your battery much faster than the foreign inverters or two the charging capacity that is installed that uh, is used to produce that inverter is not enough to charge your batteries effectively and then over time it kills the battery uh, within five months some are so terrible that within three months the, the battery is damaged and so that's what i'm saying for local manufacturers it's very important we look into this uh with regards to our, our inverters so if you are going to be buying um, a local inverter you need to discuss this with the manufacturer and be sure that they have got that right in terms of the charging capacity that is in the inverter and also be sure because this is another uh, issue with users and people that install if you are buying a 1 kva um, inverter that the manufacturer writes 12 volts on the inverter it means that the 12 volts it means it can charge uh, a 12 
a single 12 volt battery but if you now try to um, connect in parallel two 12 volt batteries which by in series is actually 24 volts it means that you expect that inverter to charge two batteries and it is designed the charging capacity in that inverter is designed to charge only one 12 volt battery it could be 100 amps it could be 150 amps it could be 200 or 220 amps i'm still going to be talking about uh the battery inverter battery the different types of inverter battery that we have in a couple of series to come but like i'm saying the other time when you talk about local inverters you need to be sure of that and also our installers and users need to be to take conscious of this if the inverter you are buying is a 1 kva 12 volt inverter it means that it's meant to charge one battery effectively based on the charging um, system that is um, installed into it well there are also some local manufacturers that if based on the request that you make to them that okay i need a 1 kva uh, inverter that can charge two batteries effectively they can now uh, make such kind of inverter based on your specification so by ensuring that they increase uh, the charging capacity in that inverter to like 20 amps to be able to charge your two batteries effectively that is if you are connecting the two batteries in parallel i'm still going to be talking about uh, connections in a couple of series to come when we are looking at how you can connect um, two four eight batteries together to work with a single inverter so regards to local um, inverters like i was saying the other time uh, it's very important that you are sure you know what you are buying if you are buying from a local manufacturer confirm the capacity of uh, the charging uh, component in the inverter very important and also confirm the capacity of the inverter you're buying and then i was also talking about uh, the foreign inverter when we talk about the foreign inverter um, okay before i go into the foreign inverter when you talk about local inverters i have not personally seen uh, a transformerless inverter manufactured i have not seen there could be in the country but i have not seen so if you are also buying you can also check out for transformerless um, local inverters in the market and be sure that okay it can do the job you need it to do that's very important so for foreign inverters that i've been working with for a couple of time when i dumped local manufacturers uh to see how i can uh, later look into other looking manufacturers to work with which i've not seen um so far but i'm sure that there are a couple of them good hands out there um if you can reach out to me after the show if you also uh, manufacture in butter locally and see how um, we can discuss maybe bring you up on the show to talk about that extensively so regards the foreign inverters when we talk about the foreign inverters these are majorly uh, um, transformerless and then the transformer types of inverter uh, most of the uh, foreign inverters i've seen in terms of the capacities we have uh, for the transformerless that i've seen we have them in 1.2 kva we also have the 1.2 kva 12 volts we also have 2.4 kva 24 volts uh, for uh, the transformerless inverter we also have other transformerless inverters for uh, 1 kva 12 
one kva 12 volts one kva 12 volts and then in terms of the capacities of inverters like i said the other time there are different manufacturers a lot of manufacturers of inverter out there but as listeners you need to be very conscious of what you are buying if you are buying any inverter always check out for the voltage requirement to power that inverter so if you are buying like a 3.5 kv inverter by default i know it is usually a 48 volts inverter and how do you know that's another question that we need to i need to answer before i wrap it up on the show how do you know the number of batteries you need for an inverter that you want to deploy in your home uh if you there's something we call a power audit based on what you need so you do an audit uh in the next show god willing i'm going to be talking about power audit how do you know the capacity of inverter that you need to use in your home on your office to power all your appliances effectively how you how you can get that but for today i'm talking about inverter if you are buying a 1.2 kv inverter and you see 24 volts written via a label on the inverter what you need to do is for every battery every inverter battery is 12 volts that's the nominal voltage for every of these inverter batteries is 12 volts so if you are trying to buy a 1.2 kva 24 volts inverter it means that you have to divide the 24 volts by 12 and then it gives you the number of batteries you need for that inverter so 24 volts divided by 12 means that that is true it means that you need two batteries of 12 volts each to power that 24 volts inverter and then let's look at it from another perspective another example if you are trying to buy a 4 kva inverter and then on that label of the 4 kva inverter is written 48 volts it means that you have to divide 48 by 12 that is four batteries you need in all to power that inverter and the 48 volts that you've seen in correspondent to the four batteries it means that the charging capacity of that inverter is designed to charge four batteries effectively is designed to charge four batteries effectively so if you are also trying to buy let's look at another example you're trying to buy a 5 kva 96 volt inverter if you divide it by 96 by 12 it's going to give you eight batteries that means you need eight batteries to power up that 5 kva inverter and then for you to charge your eight batteries effectively we have lots and lots of inverter capacities even up to the level of 30 kva 30 kva 360 volts we have up to that in terms of inverter capacity with 360 volts that should be about 30 batteries to power that you need 30 batteries to power a 360 volts inverter so we have lot and lot of them uh in the market but like i said the other time if you are buying you need to be sure of what you are buying in terms of the charging capacity and also whether it can power your local appliances i will be stopping right here today uh, because of our time but by next weekend i will continue on this series if you want to reach me immediately after the show or anytime you have any question you can call me on 081 51 
081-51-61-3288. Once again, you can get me on 081-51-61-3288. You can also reach out to me on Facebook. You can send a direct message to me on Facebook. Please don't um, send me friend request. You can just send me a direct message on Facebook. Shola Kenny. S-H-O-L-A k-e-n-n-y you can send me a direct message on facebook i will be glad to respond to you and assist you with whatever question on the queries you would like to make and then you can also reach me on twitter at Kenny on twitter send me a direct message on twitter i will be glad to respond to you if you have any question or you have any inquiry or like i said the other time you are a local manufacturer and you are doing quite a good number of research and development regards your the product i'm a big fan of um, local products we have to start patronizing our local products but, but it requires that we do our research and development effectively well enough so i i want to thank you guys thank you for listening in if you have any product or you sell inverter or you um, you sell uh, solar related products you can also reach out to me after the show uh, for advert placement or you like to also uh, share your wealth from your wealth of experience to our listeners i will be glad to uh, bring you into the studio to share with our listeners uh, thank you so much i want to say thank you to the crest fm uh, marketing um, management for a wonderful series that we are going into right now and then to all the amazing team of the Crest FM. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Bye-bye.